The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Moji Alawode-L. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-Roe hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to... I am really proud. I am really honored. He's a jackass. Stop it. Get off it, Donald. Hey, what happened? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. You blow it! You idiot! Idiot of the week! Week, 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 week! Thank you very much for joining us here at the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and MSW Media. Because you are amazing, you are intelligent. You, you know what? What you know? You know how I know? How do you know? Because you you are supporters of this black woman owned business. Thank okay? you. And we Thank appreciate you. you. We appreciate you so much for listening. We also appreciate you if you are a Patreon supporter, helping us through and bringing this incredible material to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You can go to patreon.com, put in Frangela, and you know what you get, Angela, if you become a supporter of this, financial supporter of this uh, podcast? Do you get three micro idiots a week? Plus access to videos and much, much more? Yes, yes, you do. That is amazing. Going over to Patreon, and then while you're online, going over to Cameo, because we have to do this Cameo. Do not forget for Brian. Today. I am very excited for Travis, who we love, Travis Stone, the amazing Travis Stone. Okay. Go to Cameo, put in Frangela. We'll give you a happy birthday, happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you need. All that, all that. All right. And, and since you are online, you can go get the pay-per-view of the Sexy Liberal Indictment Tour. Do it which... now before you can't. So good. It's so good. It's the best show ever. Everybody says that. I'm just repeating what people are saying. Yes. And if you happen to be in the San Francisco area or you just want to make a little lovely trip on into San Francisco in January, go to sexyliberal.com. And who doesn't? Who doesn't? So you can see us live. All right. And join us every Friday for the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show for the blackest hour in radio. Yes, it is. Yes, yes it, it is. is. Don't miss that. Okay. We, we got the idiots were deep and thick. This week. Deep and thick. Thank you for your participation. Thank you for sending your idiots to idiot of the week, week, week at gmail.com. Adore you. Donnie J. I had to put two of Donnie J's stories together. I was going to put either one in, but then when they came so together, close, they work. They, they, they work. And I know that's what Donnie J intended. That's what he intended. He's sometimes he's just the thematic. Okay. Yes. They have a relationship. There's a causal in. It's an effect. 
California school district confirms teacher put on leave after explicit quote unquote booty hole lesson caught on camera. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Finally, education has gotten up to speed. Up to speed. First of all, I noticed a black woman. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I know white people don't use the word booty hole. Booty no. hole is in our parlance. No. <laughs> and or is this this could be somebody so close to the community? Could be. Could be. That they they in the community is what okay. we're saying. Because this is, but also I have to say. Don't go judging. I know you want to judge right now. I know you want to judge, but this is what I am here for. Because when we read the next story, you will understand. And you may already understand. You may be far, far forward thinking. I was like, when I first read this headline, all I could think was, you only get put on leave for the booty hole incident? <laughs> you don't get just straight up fired? Like, you just on leave. Yeah, well, let me tell you something. That's not even correct biological terminology. Those are, there are teachers who have choked children out. <laughs> and then got like a couple days off and needed a <laughs> mental rest. That's what they, that I understand. Because if you've been around children. Okay. Booty hole ain't nothing. Let me tell you something. Okay, a teacher. Ooh, now this is a high school. It is a high school. A teacher at a California high school was placed on administrative leave following a video surfacing of her instructing students about where to find sex toys. Now, it says- Why aren't we checking students for their phones before they come into class? When you're doing the booty hole lesson, especially, <laughs> you're supposed to say, stop, stop taping. Anybody taping right now is going to fail. That's right. It says in the video, the teacher in question, whose identity has not been confirmed, was having us talk about sex toys and why gay sex is pleasurable for men. Now, I'm going to stop right the fuck now. Mm -hmm. This woman is a hero. Thank she you. is a she-ro. She is. She is a mighty one amongst the small because That's right. we do not give effective sexual education in this country. Oh, we barely, we barely, and I mean, by barely, I mean a lot of, we don't educate people about menstrual cycles, about, about but nowhere near sex, even about how their body works and functions about male, you know, hormonal levels. We don't educate about your biology at all, let alone getting to a space of responsible, adult, mature, you know, a sexual interaction with yourself or others that's in some way pleasurable. We get nowhere near. Thank you. Thank you for saying the word pleasure. We get nowhere near it. I don't even, I know people who don't understand their, their menstrual cycle. I know men, most men in this country have no concept or idea. That's right. Of their bodies, let alone women. That's right. And, and, and when you have to, if one has, teach a man where his pleasure center is. Do you know how, you know, and, and here's the thing. If you grow up feeling that that is dirty, 
or you can't touch it, or you're missing so much pleasure that can come from your experience with yourself or your partner. And what this woman goes on to say, she says, quote, this is a quote, quote, she says, here's where the prostrate is. So you don't have to go inside the booty hole. That's what a booty hole got there. Okay. She didn't say anus. She could have said anus. Well, but that's what it is. But that's what it is. It's a booty hole. But she said booty hole because it's kids. Okay. She said you can actually just push on the seam and that stimulates the prostrate gland as well. Prostate, yeah. So so here, um, here's a lesson for all of us you don't have to go inside somebody's body a male's body to pleasure them you can rub and stimulate the prostrate before before we lose the point of this podcast which is actually not the sexual education of our audience no but here's the thing that's my, my thing is she wasn't doing anything untoward I'm going to tell you where it veered for me, though, a little bit. Where? This sentence. They apparently really like that. <laughs> There's something, and I, I can't explain to you exactly why. That feels not major veer, but right. it's a little bit of a veer for me. I'm like, you don't need to go there. What, but that, that, to say that it's pleasurable? Well, I don't think that the assumption that they, all men, like, you don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no reason for you to, you've said this is a pleasure center for some people. That's fine. You yeah. know, like, I think acting like everybody has the same. And I'm not, I don't want to overstress this, this veer, because I don't think it was overstressed. Right. You know, I'm not saying that. But I do think that it's important to understand that not everybody finds pleasure in even things that you, that may be called pleasure. Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. It's like, we don't need to get into necessarily that and i think that but what's more important to me and what i found even more significant and helpful so she went on to say that that women have a booty hole too and that women have these areas right. in their body as well and that this isn't just about men exactly everybody you know that any gender you know um that chooses to so because she was teaching sexual health then she went on to do the really important work and i mean this and it sounds like i'm talking but i'm not of to explain that target has sex toys okay yes she said if you go to target and go where the tampons and pads are they have they just look like a little box but if you open it up there's like a velcro front to the box you open it up and then bam sex toy and that is really important this woman is doing the lord's work okay in terms of this podcast because do you know how many stories we don't do about somebody under the age of 18 or over the age of 70 who got something stuck where it don't belong because it isn't the right thing. You may think we do a lot of these stories, but what I tell you, we don't do a tenth of them. We don't do a tenth, y'all, that we get sent, okay? We don't do a tenth. Because some of them just ain't weird enough anymore. They ain't weird enough. I want to thank Jason B., who sent us the video of the doctor going through Target 
picking up seasonal items that were bulb shaped, made out of ceramics or glass or what have you, saying this doesn't go in your anus, this doesn't go in your anus, public this doesn't, this doesn't go, doing a public service, this doesn't go in your anus because you know why, you know why, because most people do not get this class where somebody says. These are these are toys that are meant for this. These are areas where you get pleasure and it's okay. That's right. I think in now you know learning about your body and and any anatomy is a really really important thing and I think making it it um accessible and um interesting and usable information for your audience is also really important. I understand that people may have feelings about this being uh, students in high school, but they aren't in elementary school. No. And and I really feel like I what they don't make clear here is what is this teacher? What I didn't know is, was this the English teacher? Right. Because then, but they don't, they don't make that clear. So my guess is that this was in fact the person who's supposed to be teaching. Yes. About sex education or whatever, that, that, because they don't anywhere in here suggest that this wasn't at least on, on some level in this person's purview. You know, for me is for did we is the word we're gonna get upset about the word booty hole. Well, they what they said is uh this is a quote from the school district. Please know that our school district has a very explicit set of expectations for the conduct of our employees. District employees are trusted to exercise professional judgment when deciding whether or not a particular issue is suitable for study or discussion. In the classroom, employees act on behalf of the district and are expected to follow the adopted curriculum, and they should not advocate personal opinions or viewpoints. That is, I agree with the personal opinions or viewpoints, mm -hmm. but the reality is... I really appreciate this. Now, this is the thing. At first, I was like, okay, I get it. You may not want this education to be this, uh, what's the word I want? Colloquial? I don't know. Perhaps. No, I, I'm going to step there to you uh, about it. There are crude people who look at this and go, uh, this is too explicit for my child to be experiencing at 14. Your child, I'm sorry. Is sucking dick in the alley. Okay, you know what? First of all, I do not think it's fair to judge and call people prudes just because they have feelings about whether or not their children at certain ages. I also think that some kids are not mature enough. No, they're not. Okay, some people, you know, you can't say booty in front. I know a 50-year-olds I can't say booty in front of without destroying the evening, that they're going to be useless to us after the word booty is out, right? But, but here's, the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The reality is, if you are the 14-year-old who hasn't had this conversation, that parents haven't had a discussion about sex, and then you get preyed on by a 17, 18, 30-year-old, you know nothing about sex. You, nobody, here's the thing, a lot of people are walking around ignorant to this day about the, the places on their bodies, how their bodies work, how their partner's bodies work, how sex and sexuality and pleasure work, being able to walk into a store and ask for something for pleasure, to be able to ask their partner for pleasure. People need education. I, the, the, along the same way I feel about this as I feel about being educated about running your finances. Yes. Same thing. 
Well, I, I, I think yes and no. I think that there's nothing wrong with saying to, with, with parents having some idea of what's being taught in class. Absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with, with saying that I think sex toys and all that. I mean, I, I, I don't want to get lost in that discussion because what this is really about is that this teacher without permission and without clearing it did a booty hole discussion. Mm-hmm. That whether or not I agree with the discussion, homegirl didn't have the clearance to do it quite clearly. And that's actually a little bit of a problem. And and I get why that became a problem for the school district, because they can't back your play if they don't know that you're doing the play. You know, so there's that problem. Right. But here's my question. Here's my question. Does she not have clearance to talk about? She advocated some personal opinions or viewpoints, number one. Right. And and number two, the languaging is not biologically accurate. Right. And she should have used, I agree, she should have used the word anus. So, and I, I don't think that, and she, here's my problem is maybe she did, and that's just one of the sentences. Maybe she started yeah. with, you know, I don't know. But, the, and I don't have a, I don't, but that there is a legit critique there. But the thing that is important is that next article. which the next idiot which is that doctors had to surgically remove an eight inch long wire from a teenager's penis after became stuck during a dangerous masturbation technique i object to the use of the word technique (laughs) the wire coiled within the patient's bladder and became covered in salt deposits uh the patient had a two-year history of inserting objects into the urethra for masturbation and that it went on to say that 4K, 4,000 Americans are hospitalized yearly with foreign objects in their rectums. Tell me how this woman wasn't doing the Lord's work. Tell me. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you got to tell people so they can back your play. All right. The problem here is not the information. Maybe, you know, some of the tone around some of the information, but that's, I think, a minor complaint. I think that the reality here is I can't back your play if I don't know about it. And and, and the problem is because she did this, there's every reason to believe this person may be fired. And then we lose that person Mm -hmm. educating kids. And so at the end of the day, that one class got this education, you know, and, and it would be great if you didn't, if we allowed for greater latitude, but let the people back your play. My problem here is, if you can't insert it, we need to have the discussion. This is, this is, this, because when we tell you, as we started this, how many people are doing this? And they are not waiting till they're an age that people are comfortable with. No. They are doing it from, we've had children, straight up children. Eight-year-olds. Sticking things up, they, they booty hole and they pee pee. This is my thing. This is this is my whole issue about, and here I'm going to step up on this soapbox, about legalization and access. When we take things out of the darkness, when we educate people, people are not a, a, allowed, are, aren't, cannot be, um, become victimized in yes. a lot of these situations. Um, and I'm talking about from, uh, from sex workers, to drugs, 
mm-hmm. to everything. And I believe that there needs to be an education Absolutely. because, because I do believe that we are turning more and more people out into this world. When we have young girls, fathers making decisions about who they can marry, women have no idea about themselves. And there should be a general public education about your body. Thank you. But at the end of the day, in terms of any of the week, you got to give out to tell people what your lesson plan is so they can back your play. Don't nobody want infected booty holes. Don't nobody want infected wires coiled around bladders. We don't want this. And we could keep be giving this education if you just came to the principal and said, look, I'm going to be using booty hole. I'm going to be using booty hole today. Okay. They can't make you play if they don't know you're making the play. And then they got to kind of act like, oh, uh, and and also why they have their cell phones. <laughs> they have their cell phones all the time. Well, they need to, they need to, for this day's class, I'd be like, everybody's cell phone goes in this bag and we don't do today's class. And you're going <laughs> to like today's class. You're going to like today's class. <laughs> Next up again, Donnie J. This is really sad and we're very sad, but again, we're doing the Lord's work, okay? At least four die in U.S. doing deadly jump off the boat TikTok challenge. I'm not sad. You know why? Why, Antela? I'm mad. I'm mad. I know she's mad. Yeah. You know what? You know what? This is the direct, Francis. I have not come up with a more direct, if your friends jumped off uh, off the roof, would you do it too? This is exactly it. This is it. The fact that we are at this place where the smart assy shit your parents will say to you when you did something, you're like, well, Tina did it. And they're like, well, would you, if Tina jumped off the mountain, would you jump off it too? Yep. I'm not sad. (laughs) At least four people have died in Alabama. Well, After taking on an another, another, another deadly TikTok challenge, which had them jumping off the rear of a fast moving boat. Okay, this is where we have the nexus, the Venn diagram of the uneducated and somebody, people with access and stupidity all coming do you together. Have to be, though, Francis? How educated do you have to be to know that? Just ask yourself, say to yourself, when I'm in my car mm-hmm. and I'm going very fast. Would you jump out, out of it? If I throw myself out of it, what's going to happen? What TikTok challenge is there called throw yourself out of the moving car? Now, I know they not say it because they're about to do it. Let me not say it if they haven't already done it. Francis, you would never do it. You would never open up the car and jump out on the freeway. No. So don't tell me this is about a lack of education. This is about a stupid that information is impenetrable. It cannot <laughs> get through that stupid. You could throw all the knowledge in the world. You could you could take Nostradamus and shove it up their booty hole and they would never get even the slightest bit of information in. Because what I can't get my mind around is how four people did this. And Angela, I mean, this is pure fucking physics. I, I, I just was like, nobody. And these aren't young people. These aren't sixteen-year-olds. No, these are fucking adults. These are adults. The state officials said all four died instantly after, and I'm so sorry they broke their necks. I mean, they. When I tell you, it was like moving out of a jet. 
and jumping on a brick wall. Yes. If you do a belly flop in your average, not very deep backyard pool, what you will have is pain. See, I've never done one. Well, that's, you're not into water. No. But like, if you do that, if you just jump and throw yourself in the water, it hurt. it stings. Yeah, that's what and, I've heard. And it's not, and not from, and you're not run. you're not moving fast. <laughs> you're not in a vehicle <laughs> of any sort. This is not, this is not something that you, like, you don't have to even be halfway intelligent mm-hmm. to know. You just have to be awake. Captain Jim Dennis of the uh, Childersburg Rescue mm-hmm. Squad in Alabama said in the last. They should, they ain't nothing to rescue. They ain't <laughs> nothing to rescue. Why they even call them? He said, in the last six months, we have had four drownings that were easily avoidable. Apparently, the TikTok challenge has people jumping off the back of high-speed boats feet first. Some people jump with their backs to the sea or lake, while others do backflips, okay? Apparently, they were doing the TikTok challenge, and the four that they responded to when they jumped off the boat broke their necks and basically an instant death. Yeah. Yeah. He said, I think people, if they're being filmed on camera, this is a quote, I think that they're more likely to do something stupid because they want to show off in front of their friends for social media. You think? No. Captain, let me tell you something, Captain Dennis. What you have stumbled upon is our area. The Saint Street Justice, not rescue squad. No rescue. There's no rescue from stupid. Captains in this incident, one man who died was middle-aged and had a wife and three children with him, and the wife was filming him as he launched himself off the back of the boat. You know what you could be doing? How about one of those, you know, viral dances in the living room? Those are wonderful. You could, even, nice... you could even water ski, which is you know? dangerous enough. Yeah. With, with skis on your feet. That's dangerous enough. But Francis, this is my thing. What I needed the next sentence in that to be is the state, after removing those children from the home and finding a suitable home for them, because quite clearly, with daddy dead, because he killed himself jumping off the high speed boat, doing a TikTok challenge, when the parents are dying and filming each other dying, doing TikTok challenges, they cannot have those children anymore. Well, I know she upset because her husband did and she filmed it, but she don't get to be a mama now. Take those children and give them to somebody who isn't going to make them dead. Yep. What's she going to do next week? All of the men who died, uh, people who died in the challenge were also men. There have been other deadly TikTok challenges in the par- in the past, and we've reported on a bunch of them. One recently we did was everybody subway surfing um, and people dying doing that. Because there's no such thing as subway surfing. That's throwing yourself in front of a subway. Right. The big one that was on, you know, and that, you know, my daughter talked about, of course, too, was the uh, viral scarf game, a variation of TikTok. That's not a game. I know. That's strangling yourself. That's not a game. (laughs) That's strangling yourself. Okay. Yes. A variation of TikTok's deadly blackout challenge, which is the one that my daughter talked to me about, that had already claimed several lives. The dangerous pursuit involves fastening a cloth around the neck to asphyxiate oneself until passing out for alleged internet clout. You know who's done this? We could talk about, uh, what's his face from NXS? And a Carradine. We have, we have watched too many people die. And, and you know what? And at least... They were masturbating during it. At least they were getting something out of it. Okay? 
Yeah, this was this was for TikTok. Okay. Oh boo. Okay, and then unfortunately, as with the blackout challenge, the this exploit can restrict the oxygen flow to the brain, causing seizures, seizures, uh, serious injury, and even death. Two teens, meanwhile, have died after participating in the Benadryl challenge. Thank you. It's these people, usually children, swallow multiple antihistamine tablets to induce hallucinations before posting videos of their experiences. I, am I getting the wrong Benadryl? <laughs> Angela, I was like, do I have to lock up the Benadryl? I, you know, for instance, there have been days when I've taken well over 20, 24, 25 Benadryl, and I have never had no kind of hallucination. <laughs> Not never. Not never. I feel like I'm being denied some part of this experience, and I'm about to sue. Totally. Or totally. whoever makes the bend, I'm assume, because this is, why am I not having any? Well, it's a very same thing that we've discussed several times, which is I could take a half a Benadryl and I'll be asleep for three days. Dude, and can't shake it off. Nope. Nope. And so, and that goes back to the medicine that is for you is for you. Yep. Yep. And if it's not medicine for me, then it's doing something else in my body. Oh, God. Please stop with this. <laughs> and we'll be right back after these messages. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth. Welcome back. Next up. This is a good one. This, this is, is a really good. good. This is a really good one. Ellen S., you are an amazing hero. Ellen, we thank you for your service. This is really good. Angela, before you read this, 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 this uh headline, can I remind everybody about a story we did? It may have been on a micro or a recent idiot about no, no, it was a recent idiot because it was about the body. That was, they shut down the area for 31 hours and yes. it was a badly used sex doll. Sex doll. Remember that? The badly, the badly used sex doll. Overused sex doll. Yeah. And remember, they had shut down the area for 31 hours because mm -hmm. they did not, they could not figure out that this was a doll. Okay, now please, please read this. Man's body left in North Carolina yard for days after it's mistaken for police training prop. Okay. What's it okay, this is China Grove, North Carolina. A man's body lay in the front yard of a vacant home for days with a landscaping crew mowing around it after it was mistaken for a prop used in law enforcement training. An investigation is underway to determine what happened to Robert Paul Owens, 34, who was found, according to news reports, his body was in front of an empty log cabin used for training by law enforcement agencies. 
It had been out in front of this cabin for days. The day before police were notified, a landscaper mowed around the body thinking it was, quote, a fake dummy used for training by numerous law agencies on the property over the last few years and did not report it. Can we stop right there? Mm-hmm. Someone mowed around the body. Now, what they don't tell us is how they discovered that it was a body. And I would like to know that. I have a feeling it's grotesque. Like there was a bird on it or something, Mm -hmm. right? But I would like to say, do you think, I have a question. Do you think the landscaper is lazy or unobservant or... I mean, because I'm going to tell you some landscaping does not say can identify a body to me. I'm not going to blame you. And this is the thing that I find that th- this is a place that, that everybody knows the police do training exercises, which concerns me because it seems like it's just in a regular kind of neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But the thing that really bothers me about it is if you were going to dump a body, mm-hmm. because... There's definitely, as this is according to uh, his fam, this man's family, there's definitely some kind of foul play here, right? They're like, something happened. Is there a worse place to dump a body than in front of a facility used by law enforcement? Well, maybe not, because... It seems to have worked really well. It laid out the... In plain bucket sight. (laughs) Up the body. And they mowed around it, which means whatever evidence might have been <laughs> around this body, it was absolutely destroyed. That's right. The police did your job for you. Had I known that I could commit acts of heinous, heinous murder and just drop the bodies off with the police <laughs> to get away with it. You would have rethought a whole bunch of murders. I would have, there'd be a lot of, we wouldn't have to deal with a lot of problems. I'm just saying. (laughs) Okay. The point is, I, I don't understand. (sighs) He was found face down in his underwear and socks with one arm under him and one arm out. Is that how the other training dummies were dressed? Thank you. Were they in their panties? Or were they naked? Were they naked? Were they looked like dummies or did they look like people? Like, were they like that weird peach color that nobody is? Or were they, do you know what I'm saying? Like, how realistic looking are the dummies that they generally use? And also, how often do they have dead body looking bodies laying out on the ground and people are mowing around them? This (laughs) sounds like this a weekly thing. Look at me like, oh, they didn't pick up their body again. (laughs) Right. No, I'm just gonna mow around it, Ray, don't worry. Or or that person who's mowing is like, that's a dead body. That ain't my business. My business is lawn. I do lawns. I stay in my lane. I stay in my lane. I don't do that. I don't do that. They said they found some glass around his body, but they don't know if the glass is from a car or something. You don't know if the glass is from the lawnmower or the mowing people. You don't know where the glass is from. No. You can't use anything at this site. That's the real problem is that this body is useless to you as evidence because I can tell you from the Shelton Nugent Institute, we have this shit thrown out on day one. All this mm-hmm. evidence, we'd be like, your honor, there's no way the chain of custody of evidence here is absolutely not valid. Like this body was outside for how many days? We don't even know. And like, yeah. dude, there's no way. If I'm this family, first of all, come to us because we will, we're legal-ish. We're Ish. legal-adjacent. 
We have legal thoughts <laughs> here at the uh, Shelton Nugent College University Center Institute in Southern Northeast West Central Division Conference Quadrant, or as it's better known, SNCUCISNCDCQ. Get your t-shirts. Get your, get your paraphernalia. Your printing costs must be... They're really big. Really expensive. <laughs> You know what? We don't even have we don't even have sayings on the shirts. We just do the name. We just do the name. But that's how you know this is a legit university because oh we because it is a college university center institute. Oh my god! Okay, next up. Next up. Okay, Jacob S. Thank, thank you. you. I think Jacob. you're new, Jacob. Thank you he so said, much. This is perfectly. He wrote. He was like, I think this is perfect for your show. <laughs> <laughs> He said, okay, so the title is Man Arrested for Faking Heart Attack 20 Times at Restaurants to Avoid Paying Bill. Can I just say, I sort of love this person before we even start. And I know that that's wrong, but but to me, this is the kind of crime I can understand. It's the kind of crime, like when I'm sitting here going, God, I sure would like to go to lure tonight and get out oh but no i ain't got lure money but you know what i do have a heart <laughs> and a, a minor a bit of at least community love theater level acting skill mm-hmm. ding, ding. like not that i would ever do this and i would not but this is a 50 year old man from lithuania he was recently arrested in spain after allegedly faking heart attacks at several restaurants in order to avoid paying the bill the man I love him. The man who was identified at only as Adis? Adis? I think Adis. Adis. I know you want to say Adidas, but there isn't another D. I know. Let's go ahead and call him Adidas. Uh, Yeah. Adidas J became locally known as the Gastrojetta. Gastrojetta. Which is kind of a, ooh, it's like a little saucy name. You're the Gastrojetta. He's the Gastrojetta. And has been has tried the scam at least twenty times over the past year. Okay, this is the thing. I thought twenty times over, you know, a span of years, you know, dotted over. No, no he's doing this a few, a few times a month, three, four times a month. Exactly. In the past year at different restaurants near Alicante, okay? Most recently, the man ordered a seafood paella, which sounds delicious. In Spain? I know, right? In Spain? (laughs) Okay, first stop, 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 stop. Can you think? Okay, I just want to compare this to a Luke's, uh, what are the the things? Cassoulet. Mm. And think about your your you not having any. It's the same. It's the same to me. I and the feeling mm-hmm. that you desiring it. Oh, I mean, if I could get a Luke's Castellet, my problem now is that they not open even anymore. open, right? But but they were doing the Castellet outside. I know. I see. I could talk about Castellet, but I understand this. I understand this pain. Okay. Okay, but. But do we give it to him for the two whiskeys? I, I mean, that's... <laughs> what, what, what was he expected to wash it down with, Angela? Water, I don't know, wine. Maybe no. even sangria. I'm trying to think of something that would make sense that I might go, maybe some sort of amazing Spanish, you know, whatever okay. they're known for in that region. Well, but you know what, what he didn't do? He didn't order a $3,000 bottle of wine. He showed restraint. 
he did show restraint. You know, he showed restraint. So he attempted to leave without paying. The staff stopped him and um, said, hey, you know, you got to pay this bill. And then he got upset and he said he was going to get the money from his hotel. But when they wouldn't let him leave without paying, he threw himself on the ground and pretended to have a heart attack. The uh, the staff not being fooled, <laughs> instead of calling ambulance, they called the police. The police recognized him because they had a photo. They've been circulating a photo of him. They said that the man doesn't speak Spanish well, although he does seem to understand it. <laughs> so restaurants have been sharing his image now you know it's bad when the wait staffs from around the community have circulated your image you exactly. have crossed the rubicon in, you really have because that usually you know inside of a restaurant it's hard enough from shift to shift to get information to everybody but they went across the scene we're like don't don't this man is not having a heart attack angelo this is why we have to have to get the mindful thief reprinted in Lithuanian because because what we could have the moment I heard 20 times in a year you've stressed the area what I know yes thank you what I know there's not enough restaurants for this I think a lot of people don't read because they think of it as sort of an epilogue but they don't read the after the crime that's right. You know, That's and right. they don't read how, you know, if we're going to continue with the same crime, we'd have to change some part. It's beautifully written, but they have you. to change Thank some you. part of the crime. And that, you know, and 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 then the crossover, you know, I wrote the um the addendum mm-hmm. um, on also what this does for you legally is that, you know, you want to cross jurisdictions and you want to cross, you know, because it makes the the job of the legal the legal people a lot more difficult. If you if you go to different you know areas jurisdiction, jurisdiction. Yeah. yes and yes. so that can be a very important tool in your criming and it's just it's a shame to see you know what the language barrier and you're right Francis you know Lithuanian I feel that we have neglected the Lithuanian yes. that's what I'm saying that's what I'm saying then and also we haven't done Luxembourgish that nobody in Luxembourg can, can we so we're gonna we're gonna address that in the next printing yes 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 okay this is my thing all right apparently the guy got arrested right he's been arrested multiple times in the city of alicante where he's from in spain in lithuania right now that's supposed to make you do something different yeah the arrest is a warning that what you're doing isn't working it wasn't working and apparently he refused refused to get provide addresses to the authorities was taken into custody and the case was handed over to the local judiciary do you think angela he should go to jail yeah for this yeah you do well it's the only thing that's going to stop him like like, and and the thing is you can't do this people this is how they make their living you know, okay. um, you know, especially post COVID, I have no, you know, like any restaurant that's able to be open at this point. And it's, you know, these are people's jobs. These are the livelihoods. These are their businesses. Like this is not a business that this is a hard business to have in the first place. And as somebody who likes to eat, and I was so grateful to finally be able to eat in a restaurant and then you go do this. <laughs> Let's review. We got the California School District confirms teacher was put on leave after explicit booty hole lesson caught booty on camera. Hole. Booty hole. And I call it the Lord's work. Okay. Thank you. Then we have the uh, people doing the TikTok jump up the boat, break your neck challenge. Oh my goodness. And then we had the man's body left in North Carolina yard for days after it's mistaken for police training prop. 
And then we have a man arrested for faking his heart, faking a heart attack to get out of paying his restaurant bill. Okay, this is easy for me. Very I'm, easy for I'm me. I'm going boat jumpers. Absolutely, it's absolutely boat jumpers because you did it to yourself and you grown up, you grown ass motherfucker. Yeah. And let me tell you something, friends. I'm mad. I'm <laughs> mad because your children had to stand there and watch you do this. Yep, yep, yep. You know what, Angela? There was a time in this country. There was a time. There was a time in this country that if you were a body laying in the ground, Thank okay, you. and you. I'm just laying out naked in your naked, panties, in your panties, in your panties, so. Somebody will Thank come over and kick your lips. Somebody go, hey, hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? I think we should call somebody. People paid attention. People paid some kind of attention. Okay, there was a time. And since there was a time in this country. There was time. There was a time when your mother said to you, what, if, if I get ranch up on bridge, would you? You knew the answer was no. I don't know. People just do it now. I don't know how that happened. I don't know how we how we got to this level of stupid, but the work we are doing is not reaching enough people. It's not permeating, Angela. It's not. I'm Frances Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frances. Thank you so much for listening to Weep, 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 weep. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth.